Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where a bully gets bullied. Our next Reddit post is from Salty Sam Ham. I'm a 31-year-old woman, but at the time of the story, I was 25 years old. I've been into heavy weightlifting for the last 7 or 8 years. Due to my dad's awesome genetics, I'm able to build up muscle very easily for a woman. The other character of this story is Hanky Panky, a creepy old-school friend of my parents who became a born-again Christian after getting caught by his wife while doing the dirty with his mother-in-law. Yes, you read that correctly. There were only a few people who were aware of what Hanky Panky did, my parents included, which is how I found out. None of Hanky Panky's other Christian friends knew about this. The other Christian friends were also mutual friends of my parents, who were friends with me on social media as well. This becomes relevant later on. Around the time that I started lifting, I built muscle fast, and I was proud of that. So, naturally, I'd often post before and after pictures. For the first few months, Hanky Panky would always comment on my pictures telling me to slow down because at some point I'll start to look manly. I always ignored these comments because they're ridiculous. Fast forward to about a year into me lifting. I post another before and after picture and here comes Hanky Panky telling me how manly I look. Unfortunately for Hanky Panky, he caught me on a bad day. So now, I'm angry, and I decide to engage in some back-and-forth commentary. I ask, if me being a woman who lifts weights makes me manly, then what does that make him, a man who doesn't lift at all? Hanky Panky decided to ignore that comment and hit me with, The Bible says for women to look like women, and for men to look like men. Oh, the light bulb that went off after reading that. I was no longer angry, but absolutely filled with pettiness now. I mean, how couldn't I be, after knowing all about his dirty little skeleton in the closet? So, without further thought, I replied back with, I'm pretty sure there's something in the Bible that states not to sleep with your mother-in-law, but that didn't stop you, now did it? After I hit send on that comment, I sat back and watched the aftermath, and it was glorious! All of these mutual Christian friends were commenting, asking what happened, and they couldn't believe that he would do such a thing. I even got a few private messages asking what happened, and how they were disappointed that he would do such a thing. With his little reputation ruined, he decided to call my parents and tell them what I said. Halfway through his story, my mom just cuts him off and says, Why were you even looking at our daughter's pictures? You're being a creep again, and then hung up on him. My mom is a true savage, and I know that I made her proud that day. But the best part about this story is that his own wife, yeah, they stayed married, liked my comment calling him out. He avoided me like the plague after that. So, interestingly, down in the comments, Sergeant Oddball points out, This guy clearly doesn't know the Bible. In Proverbs chapter 31, where it describes an excellent wife, it clearly says that women shouldn't be weak. She surrounds her waist with strength and makes her arms strong. So, yeah, I guess by that logic, women should be pumping iron. Our next Reddit post is from Soccer Girl. A few years ago, I had a friend, Alex, a 24-year-old girl, who was always late. She was the kind of person who would tell you, I'm on my way, when she was not, in fact, on her way. That one trait of hers caused me quite a lot of inconvenience. One time, we both were invited to a surprise birthday party for our mutual friend. Clearly written on the invitation was something along the lines of, Be sure to arrive at 6pm, don't be late, or you'll miss a surprise. 
Come the day of the party, she and I had agreed to meet at my house and drive over together. Around 5pm, I asked her when she would be at my place, and she told me she would be there around 5.30, which was great because the party was about 30 minutes away. At 5.30, I called her to ask where she was, and she told me that she hadn't even left yet. She then promised she would be there in 5 minutes, and I figured that was okay because she lived fairly close by. Long story short, she ended up getting to my house at 6. I was mad! We left immediately and made it to the party around 6.30. By that time, the surprise had obviously taken place and the party was in full swing. I mentioned to her that I was really bothered that she had been late. Not only that, but she had strung me along and lied to me and prevented me from being on time. She responded by saying things like, It's not that big of a deal, and we're only 30 minutes late, and don't be so dramatic. At this point, I was sick of her being late and her attitude. Being late, lying, and downplaying someone's feelings are all rude. So, I went to a nearby steakhouse and took a gift card without putting any money on it. I wrote 30 bucks on the card and gave it to her a few days later, telling her that it was a random gift for being my friend. A few days after that, I got a text from her asking if I was sure that I activated the card, and I told her yes, I was sure, and I asked her why she was asking. She responded by saying that she had gone to the restaurant with some friends without her purse, and she tried to use the gift card, but it wasn't working. It was at that point that I gave myself away by responding with, Oops, I guess I was wrong, and it's not that big of a deal. You're only $30 short. She immediately picked up on what I was doing, and I proceeded to receive a few very angry texts about how embarrassed she was and how rude and disrespectful I was for doing that. All of this because I was a few minutes late, blah blah blah. I simply responded with, So, you're saying that if I tell you one thing, then do another thing, and it directly impacts your life in a negative way, that's disrespectful? And if you get mad at me for it and I downplay your feelings, that's rude? Am I understanding you correctly? She didn't respond. I found out later that none of her friends were willing or able to cover her dinner, so she had to stay about 30 minutes later for her parents to come rescue her. We didn't talk much after that. Hopefully, she learned a valuable lesson. I sure had a great time teaching it. Our next Reddit post is from Spinifex. My darling princess wife, the absolute love of my life, hates getting up in the morning. She is, by her own admission, not a morning person. Each and every morning when her alarm on her phone goes off, she hits snooze. Over and effing over again. I've asked her several times to just get out of bed on the first alarm and be done with it. I've asked her to change the time the alarm goes off if she wants to sleep late. She apologizes and promises to change her behavior. She complies for a while, but soon reverts to the snooze button monster. So now, when I get up in the night to pee, I move her phone away from her bedside table. Sometimes I put it on the ensuite. Sometimes I put it on the cupboard. Sometimes I put it under the bed. Sometimes I put it in another room. Now, when her alarm goes off, she has to get up out of bed to find that screeching, incessant dream breaker. She knows that this is petty revenge for disturbing my sleep unnecessarily, and so I lie in bed all nice and smug. It's a very good thing that she still loves me. Our next Reddit post is from No Cell. I was on an airplane, and right when we landed, a Karen in the back unbuckled and darted to the front of the plane to get off first. She didn't make any eye contact and acted like she was special. 
I'm talking going from the very last seat on the plane down the entire row past first class, basically standing at that little kitchen thing in the front. All this time, the seatbelt sign was still on and we were still rolling down the runway. The flight crew had asked her to return to her seat until we reached the gate, but she wasn't even responding. Everyone was basically trying to just wait it out because it was a long 8-hour flight and at this point, we were exhausted anyways. Nobody said a word. Suddenly, the captain announced that we had a special guest on board and he'd be coming out to greet them after we settled at the gate. The Karen stood there awkwardly until we did the whole rolling into the gate and whatever planes do when they land for about 15 to 20 minutes. Everyone just sat there, waiting to see what the captain was talking about. Eventually, the captain came out and asked the lady to please move back a little to get to his special guest. Then, a little more. Then, a little more. He was looking from row to row, trying to find a specific person. Everyone is watching, looking around to see who it could be. He kept going and going, asking the Karen to please step back a few more steps each time. Finally, as they approached the rear of the plane, he asked her to sit for a second while he grabbed the intercom at the rear of the plane. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce our special guest sitting in seat 42C. Let's give her a round of applause. The whole plane went wild with laughter and applause. I loved every moment of that. Our next Reddit post is from Lyrical Lotus. I had this best friend growing up who I'll call Abby. She was the quintessential mean girl. My best friend one day and my worst enemy the next. She'd go a day or more without talking to me, deliberately leaving me out and saying cruel things about me within earshot. She would tell others, including a really mean girl in our grade who was mean to everyone, things that I told her in confidence. She'd make fun of me and say loudly and often that I should just unalive myself. She'd tell everyone that I was a whore, spread rumors that I had STDs, for the record, I didn't, and that I was the most likely student to become a teen mom and a prostitute. Abby would also say these types of things about other girls in our grade, even if all they did was look at a guy. Then, the next day or so later, Abby would just act like everything was fine. Whenever I would ask her what was wrong, if I'd done anything, she'd reply back with a blank look and say, I don't know what you're talking about. This went on for years. One day, I'd had enough, and I sent an anonymous message to her parents that she was having frequent, unprotected, passionate hugging with her boyfriend. This was something Abby would talk about often, while laughing about how her parents had no idea she was staying with him instead of at a friend's house, and how her parents gave her so much freedom because they trusted her and deemed her a good, innocent Christian girl. To be clear, I had no issue with her passionately hugging her boyfriend. What I did have an issue with is how she treated me when I confided with her what I'd done with my boyfriend. She'd call me a whore, tell me that I was going to hell, and that I was a hypocrite since I volunteered with kids. And that if anyone knew about my tainted body, then my reputation would be tarnished and no one would ever want me. Anyways, Abby's parents received the message and cracked down on her. For the rest of high school, she had all of her privileges taken away. She was only allowed to go to church, school, and home, and was only allowed around her boyfriend at her house with constant parental supervision. Abby was angry, humiliated, and devastated, but she had no idea who had told her parents. Looking back, I don't regret what I did. I was young, upset, and acted out of impulse. 
It's not my finest hour, but I'd be lying if I said the fallout wasn't satisfying. I ended our friendship towards the end of high school and never told Abby that it was me. If she ever suspected, she never said anything. Our next Reddit post is from Big Power. So, I was hired to make an advertisement for a cosmetic startup. I normally don't accept local clients because I've had a lot of terrible experiences with them. But this client sounds like she was willing to pay for my service, so I accepted her. And actually, I didn't charge that much. I only charged her 60 bucks a week, when on average, I charge a foreign client 300 bucks a week. The first two weeks were good. She provided me with all the materials I needed to make an effective advertisement, despite her limited budgets. However, we began having arguments after two weeks. She suddenly demanded that our ad should have at least a thousand clicks per day, which is effing absurd because her budget only allows her to have around 1,200 reaches per day. I told her that, for that to be possible, she has to increase her budget. Suddenly, she called me a fraud, despite my ads having at least 300 clicks per day. And now, she refused to give me her payment. She ignored my call for two weeks, and this weekend, I think my number got blocked. Well, stupid her, because she didn't remove me from her page, so I decided to be petty. Her ads are still running, so I decided to change them. I changed the pictures to a text post that said, Don't buy from this. The owner refused to give me a salary. An irate veteran that she called a fraud for not meeting her absurd expectations. I also included screenshots of our conversation to back it up. I did that last night, and I'm pretty sure that at any moment she'll contact me. But I'm done with her. That 120 bucks that she owes me is hers to keep. As for me, I'm not accepting local clients anymore. I'm just done with them. Then OP posted an update. So yesterday around 4pm I checked the ads, and apparently it reverted back to the original ones. Then, a few moments later, my account now says account error, which means the payment method is cancelled. This morning, I finally got a response from her. She is angry. She threatened to sue me for defamation. However, I have receipts that she hasn't paid me, and I told her that even though we have no written contract, our chat, which I kept, can be used against her. On top of that, I mentioned that my uncle is a regional judge, which is not a lie, and that I came from a clan of politicians, also not a lie. Simply put, I have so much power to hold against her. At first, she didn't believe me, so I googled my grandpa's name, which led to a Wikipedia page, and she went silent after. After probably an hour, I sent her a message, telling her that it doesn't have to end this way. All she has to do is pay me the money she owes me because otherwise I can use my family's influence to make sure her business will go bankrupt. She immediately sent me my money. I thanked her and then blocked her. Our next Reddit post is from Abnabachan. This happened around two years ago on Instagram. At the time, there was a viral video going around of some guy repeatedly punching a stray dog while laughing out loud. Someone posted the video, and in the comments, most people were saying the guy should be arrested, but one student was defending the dude, basically arguing, why would you ruin a young man's life for the sake of some worthless stray dog? I had an argument with him for like 15 to 20 minutes until I gave up. Then he started sending me direct messages, saying stuff like, People like you are the reason that these parasites, stray dogs and cats, exist in our cities. Because you provide them with food and water. 
I said, so what are you going to do about it? And he kind of went berserk, saying that he would beat me up and do stuff to me if he sees me. Just a bunch of very violent but childish comments. So I went to his page where he had like 100 followers, and he was apparently a university student. I took some screenshots of his comments and started sending them to his followers with an explanation. Instagram wouldn't let me send so many DMs in a short time, so I got my friends to help me. Some people wrote back to us, most of them girls, saying they were extremely disappointed in him. A few days later, he messaged me and said, Thank you for ruining my social life, and his account was gone after that. Hopi, you screwed up the social life by doing what exactly? By showing his friends what he's actually truly like when he thinks no one's looking? Sounds to me like he screwed up his social life. That was our slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.